Chris Minns. Good morning to you. Chris, how are you? Marcus, how are you? Thanks for having me. It's all right, mate. As you can tell, I'm fired up. I hate tolls. I, I, mm. I despise them. I don't care who's in office. I despise tolls because uh, they allow Transurban and other private companies to make money off struggling people in the west and southwest of Sydney. Uh, you know, mm. in low socioeconomic areas, people who are asked to put their hands in their pockets simply to drive on roads, considering they're paying a fuel tax, considering they're paying uh, re- a tax on their registration of their cars. Every time you register or buy a vehicle, you're paying stamp duty. Every time you fill your car up, you're paying extra money taxes, which is supposed to go to roads. What a load of rubbish that is. What happened to three by three? You know, mm. we're, we're being sold a dud here. And the Mm, Premier promised, as you know, back in 2019, that she wouldn't be selling off any other New South Wales private assets. Well, she's a liar. Look, at the end of the day, you've got a toll road company that now owns all or part of the M2, the M4, the M5, the M5 East, the M7, the M8, the Cross City Tunnel, the Eastern Distributor, North Connects, uh, and the Lane Cove Tunnel. One company owns all or part of all of that. And Marcus, your, your anger is justifiable because Sydney is the most tolled city on the planet. So this is not a myth. People aren't imagining it. It's coming directly out of your pocket. Under the terms of the deals that the Transport Minister has signed, the Premier has co-signed, is a 4% annual increase on, all, on these toll roads every year, each year, for 20 years. 4%. Now... This is the this is the kicker. This is in the fine print. The only the only reason it wouldn't be four percent, which is double the rate of inflation, yeah. is if inflation is higher than four percent. And then guess what? The tolls go even higher than that. They yeah. match inflation. So I mean, this is coming directly out of Western Sydney families' pockets. People cannot afford it. As you said, it's a direct broken promise. Um, I, I don't know why anyone would believe they're going to spend five billion dollars out in Western Sydney. Why would you after they've so callously breached? There no more privatisations policy. I don't think you can uh, believe a word they're saying. No, we can't. Uh, that's, you know, it, it's not personal. I know it sounds nasty, but it's very clear this is a broken promise from the Premier herself. She said very clearly, uh, I don't want to play the audio again because I've flogged it enough, uh, that she wouldn't be selling off any further assets owned by the people of New South Wales. You know, it wouldn't matter so... Well, I guess in a way it wouldn't matter so much if we, if we didn't cop the double whammy, if you like... Of, of then having to put our hands in the pocket after the sale, which is what people in the West and Southwest are going to be doing, as you say, for the next 20 years. If it's costing, you know, and I know you've done the figures before, I don't have them off the top of my head, Chris, but if it's costing 20-odd bucks a day now just for someone in, the, in a car to drive from the Southwest of Sydney, say the MacArthur, through to the city... 20 bucks a day, imagine what it's going to cost in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years. Yeah, huge amounts of money. And look, we're not just dreaming this either, Mark. The ACCC chairman, Rod Sims, said yesterday afternoon after the deal was announced, quote, less competition means either the government gets less proceeds for a privatisation sale or the bidder puts in a higher toll cost for motorists. I mean, that's Rod Sims speaking about the latest transactions. So this is the most tolled city on earth is about to have a 100% privately owned toll road monopoly. Monopoly. Uh, mm. locked in place for the next 40 years, signing up not just our futures, not just your your driving future, but everybody's driving future going forward, and it's a broken promise. And, I mean, you really have to think, 
given they were so keen to ignore the promise they made at the 2019 election. What's next? What next? What will be sold off next uh, to the private sector that's currently owned by the people of New South Wales? The proceeds of this sale, other than this supposed Western Sydney fund, is going to debt. And I don't know if you remember, I thought the Liberals and Nationals continued to say this was asset recycling. It was, let us sell off an asset and we'll buy another asset. That's right. But Marcus, this money is being directed into a debt fund to pay off debt, which would imply, what have we been doing for the last decade? This whole privatisation shenanigans has resulted in the largest net debt figure in the history of the state of New South Wales before COVID hit. We were on track for the largest net debt figure in the state's history in percentage terms before we even heard of Wuhan or COVID or any of the latest pandemic. So this is a absolute mess. And I think the finances are in serious trouble because of this obsession with privatisation. Well, the spin, uh, and I've got it here. Uh, Treasurer Dominic Perrottet said the government had made $20.4 billion on the road from a $16.8 billion spend. He assured motorists the privatisation, quote, would not push up toll prices, which are currently capped at $10.06 for a single trip. The toll regime is not affected at all by this transaction, according to the State Treasurer. Those comments were echoed by Transurban Chief Executive Officer Simon and Charlton, who said there were no discussions about tolling as part of the bidding protest, a process. There might not have been any discussions about it, but it's pretty damn obvious that each and every quarter, regardless of, you know, zero discussions between the New South Wales government and this private company, of course they're going to put the tolls up every quarter. No, that's exactly right. And the evidence I'd give you for that is there's no way that these tolls would be going up 4% each year, every year for 20 years, unless they were designed or built to off. And the evidence I give you for that is the M7, jointly funded by the state and federal government. John Howard was the Prime Minister. That toll road goes up with inflation. So if inflation drops, the toll price goes down. If it goes up, then it goes up with inflation. So it can be paid off in concert with the general economy. They put up 4% each year, every year, because this was always designed to be sold off. And I think they kept that fact from the taxpayers of New South Wales. And markets not a victimless crime. This goes directly to the hip pockets of the families of, course it does. of Western Sydney who have to use it. I mean, this fallacy that you can... Well, if you, if you don't like using it, just use a surface road. I mean, the callousness of a government that would mm. say to a family or a worker living in Western Sydney, well, mate, if you don't want to use it, go and use a surface road, which could add, you know, in terms of a week, hours to your commute, away from your family, away yeah. from your friends. This is not the way... 21st century city should be operating. They've made a huge blunder here, mate, a huge one. Well, they have, and uh, again, they just think that people in the west and southwest of Sydney, where the vast majority of the population live, you know, they just think we're going to cop it. Well, we're not going to cop it. I'm sorry. Gladys Berejiklian, you've let us down again. Uh, You've lied to the people of New South Wales. It's a broken promise, and uh, look, I guess we'll... You know, we'll be able to have our say in a couple of years' time. But does it worry you that this $5 billion, apparently, that they're going to have will simply turn into a pork-barrelling fund? I mean, they have form. Yeah, sure. But, Marcus, I mean, if if anyone thinks they're going to spend this money in Western Sydney, I'll see you the clock on top of the town hall. I mean, after this broken promise, why would you believe them? I suspect this will be used to plug some holes for promises that they've already made for schools that were meant to be built, for right. roads that were meant to be built, for trains that were meant to be built. And all, it, some of it will come out of this fund, but I'm very sceptical that uh, Western Sydney families will see a dollar of it.
All right, good to have you on, Chris, as always. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Marcus. Bye. State Opposition Leader Chris Minns. Uh, and, uh, I mean, look, he echoes the frustration and the anger that I feel and I would imagine many people in Sydney's west and southwest feel. It's very clear this is a broken promise. It's sell, sell, sell. That's all it is with this mob in New South Wales. You know, if it's got a heartbeat, they'll flog it off. If it's owned by the people, the hard-working taxpayers, ratepayers of Sydney, no matter where you are across this city, you, you would agree with me uh, that it's becoming every single month it's becoming more and more expensive. Look at the, the ridiculous rise in house prices. Look at the cost of petrol. And then on top of this, we've got ongoing issues with toll roads. We are the most tolled city in the world. Why are we putting up with it? Why are we not voting with our feet and getting rid of this mob? They don't care about you or me. They don't care about... I'm a Westie. They don't care about people in Sydney's West or Southwest. Hard-working, struggling families. You know, we're already paying an absolute fortune to put a roof over our heads. And now we're paying an equal fortune just to drive on the roads.